You are listening to episode 136 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs, and welcome back. I am thrilled to be sharing this week's podcast episode with all of you. I've alluded in past episodes that I was training for a Grand Canyon rim-to-rim adventure, and today I am here to say, number one, I survived, number two, it was incredible, and number three, I wanted to share some life lessons from this journey. I want to give a shout out to fellow physicians from Texas. Hello, Jessica. Hello, Allie. It was so wonderful to meet you. They had been training and did this epic adventure the day after I did, and we just happened to run into each other at Bright Angel Lodge. I'm pretty sure it happened on purpose because I don't really think that things happen out of chance that much anymore. And so it was a thrill to meet them and a shout out to them and their adventure and a shout out to all the docs in Texas who are listening to this podcast as well. Okay, so let's get started. This was something that I've been dreaming about for several years. A few years back, a patient came in for her physical and told me that she had just returned from a rim-to-rim adventure. I had no idea what this was, so I said, tell me more. She said, I planned in honor of my 50th birthday to hike across the Grand Canyon with some girlfriends. I thought that was absolutely phenomenal, and I decided that I wanted to do the same. The end of this month, I may be having an epic birthday, and, but let's just pause for a moment. Aren't all birthdays epic? Shouldn't we celebrate all of them equally? At any rate, I decided now's the time. So I gathered up some girlfriends that I've run with in the past, and for the last five years, we've been talking about it. And this last year, we put our talk into a plan and got after it. I decided that I was going to do this hike on my sister Gretchen's heavenly birthday. So on October 19th, we took off on our adventure. And again, if you want to know details about how I planned it and all of the things about where we stayed, please send me an email. I'd love to talk to you about it. But today, I just want to say that the adventure was amazing. And all of you should consider what it is that you're dreaming about in the future and how perhaps you can drop it into your life, at least as something that you want to work towards. Okay, so let's get started. Number one, set big goals and get after them. Don't wait to fulfill your bucket list. So often in life, we say, oh, that would be great someday or when I retire. And believe me, I've got plenty of things that I say, oh, someday and when I retire. But why not choose one of these things and put it a little bit closer on your calendar? So that's it. You need to say, okay, take it from a dream and drop it into reality. We spent a year planning the details of this trip, but again, it's been stewing in my mind for over five years. So that's lesson number one. Set a big goal and get after it. Number two, make a plan. To take a goal from being in your dreams to reality, I love putting it on paper. And also what is really helpful when you're setting a goal is to Look at what the obstacles might be. 
Because here's what I'm going to tell you, friends. The obstacles are the strategy. That is the way. When you first think about like, oh yeah, I want to do this big thing, your brain is going to come up with, well, when am I going to find time? Where am I going to find the money for that? Who's going to do this adventure with me? How am I going to work it out? That's great. Write that all down. And those are the things you need to achieve. Those are the things you need to figure out. And even if you don't know right away what the plan is going to be, I want to remind you, you are brilliant women. You will figure it out. I don't need to tell you how. You can Google it. You can ask your friends, so on and so forth. But the first step in getting towards the goal is figuring out what are the obstacles and what is my strategy to overcome them. The next thing is to stop along the way and look back and appreciate how far you've come. We ended up logging 27 miles across the canyon. We went like 16 miles the first day, camped overnight at Bright Angel Campground, and had an amazing steak dinner at Phantom Ranch. If you are ever able to do that, I highly recommend as an aside. But I had been following along in a Facebook group, and people kept saying, make sure you stop and look back and see how far you've come. And I want to tell you that this is so important, particularly on day number two when we had 10 miles hike out, including a seven-mile rise of 4,500 feet. It's easy to just focus on what's in front of you and the challenges ahead. And while it's good to be focused and determined, it's also cool to pause and see how far you've come. I've talked about this before, that our brains are wired for negativity, and in our daily life or if we're trying to achieve a goal, our brain often first looks at what we haven't accomplished, right? I'm inviting you to look at what you have accomplished. It's so much more rewarding to see what you've accomplished. And then you can say, oh yeah, there still is further to go in achieving the goal. Or for me, I still have this many miles to go. But look how far I've come. And how cool is it to look back and see all these switchbacks and the fact that I'm so much higher than where I started earlier in the day. Whether it's a hike or whether it's just life, see what you have accomplished and appreciate it. Along a similar vein, enjoy the journey. So many of us think, oh, when I get to the weekend, when my kids grow up, then I can relax, right? We push off that. What I will tell you is that life is, of course, a journey, and there are going to be ups and downs all along the way. Enjoying the journey helps you stop and appreciate what you currently have, knowing that the ups and downs are totally normal and that nothing's gone wrong. It's kind of like dropping into this mindfulness, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of what you're grateful for, instead of always just thinking, oh, it's going to be better when I'm done. This was really quite easy for me to do on the trip. I was actually thinking I was sad how quickly it was going by because I had a feeling that if I survived and got out, that I would be plotting when I got to come back. So it was easy for me to drop in and enjoy the journey, even as I was getting tired and I was getting blisters and so on and so forth. So whether, again, it's a big challenge for you or just everyday life, stop and enjoy the journey. Now, I know it can be tricky when you're just in the day-to-day, rushing to clinic, going to the hospital, coming home, taking care of your kids. It can feel very mundane. And I get it. A lot of life is, you know, one thing after another, same, same, same. And yet, you can drop into the moment and enjoy the journey. 
when you're bathing your kiddos tonight, just realize, wow, how lucky am I to be having this time to spend with my kiddos and that I can get them clean and so on and so forth. I don't know. I particularly loved bath time when my kids were little. If that doesn't resonate with you, figure out where you can drop in and enjoy the journey. Okay, the fourth thing I want to share with you is friends always make it more easy and fun. Thank you, dear friends, for joining me on this adventure. We love doing crazy things together. We've, you know, traveled and run before. We get up in oh, dark 30, um, although I'm not so much joining them for those early morning runs anymore. But we've done lots of crazy things over the years, including running in the rain and, you know, running through the mud, so on and so forth. But it makes it easier. It makes it easier when you're training, and it makes it more fun when you're actually enjoying the adventure. So if there's something that you're thinking would be fun to do, grab a friend, ask your partner, right? Maybe you talk to family members about it. I think it's always more of an adventure and more enjoyable when you are doing it with somebody. Number five, drop the baggage, right? When we were hiking 27 miles, all the ounces that we carried made a huge difference. And, you know, in retrospect, there are probably things that I wouldn't carry, but we were very mindful about having very light things and really thinking about what food are we going to need to eat and even being mindful about the amount of water. Although, believe me, I brought tons of water. I didn't mind having that extra weight because I need to drink a lot of water when I'm out doing activities. But I digress. So often in life, we make things harder by carrying a lot of baggage. What do I mean by that? Maybe you are having too many activities on your plate, and that is baggage that makes your life harder. Maybe you have such high expectations and you're unable to drop them. That is heavy. And another thing, that sometimes we have this story of our past self, and we carry that with us throughout our life. Like, I am, you know, a procrastinator, or I don't like to exercise, or, you know, all these limiting beliefs that we carry, that is baggage. So take a look around your life. Where maybe are you making things harder? Now, again, let's take a look at this with curiosity and loving compassion and not in a gaslighting sort of way. Take a look at your life and think, what can I drop to make things a little bit easier? So important. It is so helpful to take a look and figure out where you can drop some of the load. Maybe it's just delegating. Maybe it's having a conversation with your partner about the chores that need to be done around the home. Less baggage makes things so much easier. Okay, number six, it can be hard and that's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. Sometimes in life when things get challenging, we start to think, what am I doing wrong? I'm not hacking it. We do a lot of self-deprecation. We do a lot of self-criticism. If only I was stronger, that sort of thing. And I will tell you is that sort of self-talk does not help. We need to be kind to ourselves, And we need to also just normalize that this is hard. Life is hard. There are days. Now, again, when my kids were little, Those were tough years. But as teens, there are new challenges, right, that I'm dealing with and my partner are dealing with in supporting our children. And sometimes I just need to say out loud, being a parent is so hard. It just helps me remember that nothing has gone wrong. Our kids aren't, quote unquote, messed up. We're not horrible parents. It's just life. It can be hard and that's okay. Knowing that ahead of time makes it all so much easier. Number seven, 
Snacks always help. We had so much fun planning what we were going to bring, and lucky for me, I love salty snacks. And that's what's recommended in the Grand Canyon because it gets hot. Interestingly, it gets hotter as you go down. So we started the day in coats and hats, and we ended the day in, you know, t-shirts and shorts, and we're, you know, getting into the creek to cool off. So, I mean, that was sort of interesting, but it's recommended that you have salty snacks. So we, of course, had M&Ms and sweet snacks too, but, you know, again, lucky for me, I love good old salty snacks. But the reminder for you in your life, even if you're not doing a hike, is are you nourishing your body? Are you listening to what your body really needs and giving it nourishment? That's what number seven lesson is about. And then finally, number eight, rest when needed. I've hammered on this week after week, episode after episode in the past about how sleep is vital and it's not optional. And yet, week after week, I coach my clients who tell me that sleep is not often happening, that they are doing all the things around their home once their kids go to bed and they're really limiting their sleep, which sets them up for a more difficult day the next day. So it's important to figure out how much sleep do I need And make that sacred on your calendar. And number two, it's okay to rest. We high achievers want to accomplish all of the things. We come home from a busy day, and then we start to get to the to-do list. We have to do all the things. I'm inviting you to sit down and rest, even if it's for five or ten minutes, to transition from work to home. That bit of rest can make it so much easier to get on with the rest of your evening. When we were hiking out of the canyon, the last four miles, there were 99 switchbacks. Now, I did not count them because I did not think that mentally that that would serve me well. But we put our heads down, we had our hiking poles, and we just dug in and we kept going. And every now and then, you could feel your heart rate go up and you just needed to pause and rest. And I'll tell you what, sometimes it was a matter of only stopping for 10, 15 seconds and all of a sudden my heart rate went down and I felt ready to go again. So again, I do believe that you deserve more than 10 to 15 seconds of rest, but how often do we not even take that? How often do you not even pause during the day to go to the bathroom when you need to? Because there are patients waiting. Stop it, my friends. There will always be work to do. Rest is vital and it makes... The, all of the work that needs to be done so much easier. Okay, I'm sure I could go on and on, and I would love to give you all the details of my Grand Canyon hike. I'm sure I will be bringing it up in further episodes, but I just wanted to share these lessons that came to me while I was hiking. And I want to challenge you to think about what is something that's on your bucket list that instead of putting out 5, 10, 15 years, you could put in the next couple of years. This is our one precious life after all, so let's get after it. And until next week, peace and love to all of you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.